0: Here I hear hear yeah, I
1: now. Yeah, can hear you? Hey, there you go.
0: You, you got more echoey with the uh diff- with these headphones.
1: Oh yeah, make sure you're still speaking through your microphone. I think I am. Now does not sound now? Uh, Sounds like you're in a well. How
2: about that? <coughs> How about now? Much better. There much it better. Is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought the AirPods would just automatically make it work, but I guess not. So now nah,
0: you got have you connected them to your laptop yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've used them several times. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it was just one other thing I didn't hit, but oh, well. Busy day, huh? Still in
0: the work uniform.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I um, just finished eating dinner like 10 minutes ago. What'd you have? Um, I made penne alla vodka with sausage and spinach and mozzarella.
1: Wow. Sounds bomb. Yeah, I'll say. It's very good, and now it's just gonna sit in my stomach all night. <laughs> <laughs> how are I'm, the, uh, new, uh, I'm on the oh. new,
2: I'm on the new MacBook, so I wasn't sure with would Zoom, you know how it was gonna work. It was kind of annoying. I had to download all this shit, but now I'm good. Wait, you got a new laptop? I did. Yeah, I got the MacBook Air. Nice. Um, yeah.
0: Dedication to the pod.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's nice with the Apple card, the Apple credit card. You can just pay like an interest interest free installments um, until it's paid off. So it's kind of
1: kind of a win-win. So. All right. Well, let's get rolling since we are starting fucking three hours late tonight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, first any, uh, any good cone updates. From the world of cones. No. You're
2: looking
0: tan as a mofo. You look like Dave Portnoy right now. Oof. I wish I looked that good. You look like Dave Portnoy's tan with his hair and demeanor of hunchback Panera bread Dave Portnoy from back in the
2: day. Oh, did he used to work at Panera?
0: No, but when he got all fat, he used to eat Panera for lunch every day. We need a whole baguette as a side with this like <laughs> bread bowl and soup. So that's why I said he looks as fat as he did. He just ate Panera every day.
2: All right, I'll take it. But yeah, no, no uh, nothing new in the world of cones. Not, not too much happens in the world of cones.
1: Mo, um, <laughs> you, you got your half a month vacation from the pod. What'd you do? Anything good?
0: A lot of stuff. I feel like I haven't stopped, man. I've been um, serious life update. First world (laughs) problems. I've been bulking again.
1: What do you mean first world problems? I've been bulking again.
0: Like I'm complaining that I can't eat anymore in my body. I just feel nauseous. I'm eating so much all the time. Why are you
1: doing this again?
0: Because I'm trying to bulk, dude. (laughs) I've I've been lifting like three days a week trying to bulk.
1: So you fucking swole.
0: I'm so full right now. I literally had a stomachache scarfing down dinner.
1: Isn't this usually what guys do in the winter time, like to get their body ready to <laughs> yeah. usually now is summer. when you cut
0: this. Is yeah. when you want to look ripped. and toned. Here, here's, here's the problem. If I kids are walking I,
1: around looking like a meatball all summer, when,
0: when, <laughs> just wait I for c- December. Everybody. It's going to look great. <laughs> when I cut, I just look like a teenage boy. I don't have any fucking muscle mass. <laughs> but no, I I'm not, I'm not going uh, I'm not going crazy with calories. I've just been making sure I'm at least hitting like my protein goal every day and then like slightly more calories than I'm used to, nothing absurd, but it's still a lot of fucking protein.
1: Have you, yeah. Okay, so, so have you been doing anything with your life? Was, that's kind of the question I asked. Not really. Well, that's yeah, what
0: lift, Lifting 3 days a week. What did I do last day? Oh, the day we were going to record. Um went out on a Thursday, me, Adam and Emma went out and stayed out till like 10. Did some drinking. Yeah, doing big things over here. The week before so, that, I don't, I don't remember.
2: So would you say since we had this discussion at the beginning of the summer that you've taken full advantage of all the extra time and doing, you know, doing all the things that you claimed that you were going to do, how, would you say that you've lived up to that?
0: If I had to give myself a score of A+, it'd be like outliving an Instagram-worthy crazy life. I would give myself a B minus.
1: Wow, that seems high, don't you that think, That seems a little, little generous. Do you
0: think that's high? A B minus? I would have given you a solid C.
1: Oh, he was gonna say D. No,
0: well, I no mean, not
1: not D. Because we've done, you know,
0: a, a lot of the things I want to do are not just like go out and eat and drink. Like I wanna to, wanted to go to the gym more. Wanted to do stuff like that. Do stuff around the house. Like those are important to me. Well. I I guess going back to again, beginning of the summer,
2: when you were discussing just ending the pod as we know it, you, I think the things that you talked about doing were things that like you couldn't do because of the pod. But a lot of the things that you've done, except like going out every now and then, seems like things that anybody can do before (laughs) seven o'clock.
0: You're not you're not wrong, especially 745 starts, which is why I'm
2: giving you like a C, C minus. You're teetering. C
0: minus. Get out of here. That's some (laughs) bullshit. Give me at least a C plus.
2: No, I'm
0: giving you a C. (laughs) You get get an F. You get an F. (laughs) Hey,
2: I'm I'm the one grading you. The student doesn't grade the teacher. Thank God.
0: I'd <laughs> be out of a job. You get probably. an F to teach, <laughs> an F for fuck you. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's
1: get into it. Um, why don't you, you you lead us off, Jared? Our topics are somewhat similar. Mine doesn't have to be uh totally along those lines, but
0: um yeah. So so my topic for today is the Delta variant and how. um the mainstream media and social media and the government have started reacting to it. So the Delta variant cases are certainly climbing. I think yesterday we were at 80,000 new cases a day, which is like, not low, it's it's definitely not as high as we were in our peak, Um, but it's certainly not low. And these Delta variant outbreaks are almost exclusively in highly non-vaccinated areas, Florida, Um, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, like areas like that where you have a very, very low vaccination percentage. Mm. And and so what you've started to see is um, some states make extreme decisions like uh, California to immediately, as of like a week ago, require masking for even for vaccinated people again in any public setting. You've seen social media start acting and uh they talked about it on uh breaking points today what's the oh? what's the name of the podcast um that's put out by npr every day the daily is that what it's called yeah i think so the daily and, and they were saying on the daily that the biggest m- mistake made in managing covid was letting people stop wear masks too early now that the delta variant is back they went that far to say that that was the biggest mistake in covid so you've got these people on the media just saying pretty much we're going back to lockdown the world is ending we're all terrible people for living our lives and now you even have Dr Fauci here, but he's... Got
1: the uh they've got their ticker back back up on the oh they, oh, yeah. they love it i they noticed love that it.
0: Dr Fauci <laughs> our patron saint of uh science has said that he they're considering suggesting masks for vaccinated people again so I think we all can agree, none of us want to have to wear a mask again. None of us want to have to put down a lot, go through lockdown again. But I wanted to get your guys' opinion on, is this even something we should be concerned about, knowing it's affecting predominantly non-vaccinated people in non-vaccinated areas, and these people made the choice to not get vaccinated? Should, we have, should that impact the rest of us.
2: No. No, it shouldn't. Because, and you kind of laid it out, it's not like we're in February or even March where the vaccine was just starting to be readily available. And by readily available, meaning that when you go to sign, when you had to sign up, you know, if you didn't get on at like 6 a.m., you weren't getting a spot. I had to follow a
0: Twitter account to find an open vaccine.
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. If you're, if you were talking around that time, then that'd be one thing. But at this point, it's been like five, almost six months that most people, and obviously this, this is only, you know, people 12 years old and up because, you know, it hasn't yeah. been approved for any younger than that. But the vast majority of people in this country have had ample opportunity to get this vaccine. And I know we've all said it, at this point, if you haven't gotten it, it's a choice, which is totally fine. But now we're getting back to this or possibly getting back to this idea that we need to look after the people who are making a conscious decision rather than just allowing life to take its course. Not saying I want people to, to die by the, the thousands, kind of like you know what was happening during the peak pandemic, but... I mean, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous that they're considering having everybody go back to not square one, but square two or three. I mean, we're, we're moving yeah. backwards. At least they're suggesting it. I, I think it's I think it'd be ludicrous.
1: But they're like talking. My I guess my issue with it is they're like they're talking out both sides of their mouth, like when it comes to the media, because on one side, they're touting like, you know, look how effective the vaccine is. Like, look at the numbers when it comes to these new cases it's like almost everyone that's affected by it is unvaccinated. Yeah, it, it's Yet, like
0: over 95%, something dude, crazy. Dude, it's 99.2. Like that. yeah, that's yeah. insane. That's yeah. insane.
1: But, but I think the way that they're framing things right now, even if they're saying things like, oh, you know, it's mostly among the unvaccinated, I think the rhetoric and the tone that you guys are talking about, they're trying to project onto all of us. Like, hey, this is going to yeah. explode again. And even if you're vaccinated, like you're going to be in trouble again. Like, that's my problem with, with how think, I think that they're covering it.
0: Do you think that there's an actually something for us to be concerned about? Or is this solely media driven for ratings to get people to watch TV and social media driven by virtue signaling? Or do why you think would, it's actually something we should be concerned about these breakthrough cases?
1: Why would we be concerned? We're all
0: vaccinated. Well, but now they're saying you're seeing posts everywhere about breakthrough cases, right? And another you person who was vaccinated and well, got about, COVID. That's like the the one, not even no, no, 1% no. of
2: breakthrough cases.
1: That's it, it, not even the point of the vaccine, really. It's you can get the coronavirus. Your, uh, what happens to you when you get infected is going to be like a mere cold compared to you getting it unvaccinated and it destroys you and potentially kills you. So, well, it, so it was never about... You're never going to be able to get infected like it, you've com- you're completely immune from getting infected. You are significantly and we're talking like whatever it is now, like, you know, crazy high in the 90s percentages of being safe from serious illness, hospitalization, death, like your odds of having one of those things happen if you're vaccinated is so ridiculously minute that it's, it's like almost statistically it doesn't happen. Like just how small those numbers are.
0: Well, so that's what they've been saying the whole time. Right. But if that's the case, why should we even care about COVID cases in vaccinated people?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know I, either.
2: I, I don't know either. And, and I, I think another thing that is is interesting to think about, remember when I. You know, Biden, you know, like uh, both of them, like you'd see Joe Biden, Jill Biden, like getting off and out of the planes like Air Force One and everything, Kamala, too. And they had already been vaccinated and they were always wearing masks still. Yeah.
0: For like a good two months after.
2: Right. And this is similar because if they say, hey, we need to go back to the masks when you're indoors, if they backtrack that in most states, I don't know if it's going to I mean I don't know if it's going to be federal level like that soon, but I, it's certainly possible. More possible than it's ever been. If they say, "Hey, we got to go back to wearing masks," what are they saying about the vaccine?
0: Yeah, it's they're, they're saying incentivize, they're saying disincentivize people to get yep, it. So that no point. Like,
2: hey, like guys, even though we spent all this time telling you to get the vaccine and you know, showing life. you the numbers and the, the, the all the data that that supports how effective it's been we're actually going to cut our feet out from under us and tell you to wear masks again. In other words, the vaccine doesn't work as well as we're saying,
0: or it does. And we're just going to completely throw science out the window and make you wear a mask for literally no reason whatsoever.
2: But like, like, you know, what, what was the push? What was the, like the whole like,
0: Get vaccinated, um, like, to get back to normal.
2: Get, yeah, exactly. You took the words yeah. out of my mouth. Get back to normal, get vaccinated, get back to normal. What is normal? Normal is no masks. Now they're telling us to put the masks on or possibly telling us to put the masks on, even though, I don't know, 70 something percent of the country has at least one dose of the vaccine at this point. I mean, that, that's fucking insane. Like I, I just yeah. like like Ty said, like they're, they're going all over the place and they, they don't really it doesn't seem like they've even though 70 something percent is good, it's obviously, you know, you want to have more than that. It seems like they haven't done a great job of like pushing the vaccine and getting some of those people who are on the fence to fall to the vaccine side. Cause obviously there's, there's others on the other side of the fence, no matter what is said, you know, they're going to stand firm in their anti-vax ideas, which is, again, that's fine. Like that, that, that's the whole part of being in this country, right? Freedom of choice. And now they're, Essentially, taking that choice away—not directly, but by saying, "Hey, even though you did exactly what we told you to do, congrats,"
0: but put the mask back on. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. I've yet to hear an actual logical answer on why that would make sense, but because if they you can't gi- tell
1: only the people not to that are not vaccinated to wear masks. You'll never—you don't know. So they just said we have to do it for everybody.
2: Yeah. You, what was yeah. That? Obviously, Eager that was like, "Oh, like we can't." Even though it says, "Hey, if you know when you walk into a store, it's like if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, please put a mask on." Like that was like the excuse. Like, how can we know? How and do like we, we know? And like we said, just gonna lie? the
1: only people in this country wearing masks right now are vaccinated. Sure.
2: There was a, in front of us at the Tim Dillon show, uh, Mo, even some, a few people some autistic the, kid with a mask on <laughs> in the Wilbur, but we, there were a handful of people that had masks yeah. on and you're right. Like those are like, if, if you chose not to get the vaccine, you're not going to wear a mask.
0: So, but, yeah. but I guess, I guess my point, cause I obviously I agree with what you guys are saying, right? That's like obvious, but getting people to wear masks, how would it even benefit anybody having vaccinated people wear masks. Like I thought we can't spread vaccine. People can't spread COVID or the chances of them spreading it are minimal.
1: It is. I think it's still minimal. It's
2: super minimal, but they're going to be like, Oh, like what if that point zero, whatever percent chance that a fully vaccinated person gets it? Like Ty said, will feel a mild cold, but what if that gets to somebody who chose not to get the the fucking vaccine? It's just,
1: and I, I see on um, a lot of sense. I see on like social media a lot what people will say in defense of these like mandates and whatnot, or people making the choice to wear masks. They're like, you know, I'm basically for that my, like minute chance that I was referring to. I'm doing it to protect kids who can't get vaccinated, uh, you know, and immunocompromised adults. And I'm like, okay, well. Kids don't die from this virus. No, like
0: that's like, theater in itself. Kids <laughs> they, get more they, sick from the flu.
1: Right. So it really is like almost a net zero impact. I think there was like 350 kids who have died. All of them had like serious illness, yeah. like leukemia. Pre-existing things. Exactly. Yeah. So terrible, but has, has like, you know, no relevance in this argument of protecting children. And again, for like, we've said it a million times, but if you're an immunocompromised person, like, what are you doing just walking around like willy nilly, if that's the case? Like,
0: yeah, if you if have you're to take at that, that responsibility, at risk, not us.
1: Right. I'm fucking vaccinated. Like, if God forbid I transmit it to you, like, uh, OK, I mean, that's how viruses work. But, you know, uh, you can't that that would be I don't think they're I think one of you guys said. I don't think. You know, it's going to happen, widespread, um, which is good, especially for me. Um, I don't think it'll ever happen down here again. But you know, in general, I, I just think this is going to bear itself out to be like hollow, because you know, unless like hospitalizations like spike crazy, and you know, the hospitals are overloaded again. Um, I just don't. Th- there's no real. could happen. Reason. Dude.
0: Yeah. There's no like. It uh, could certainly uh, happen in <laughs> bubbles.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what it's going to be? The people in, that
2: flood those hospitals, if that ends up happening and which I'm sure there's going to be a chance. I mean, like you said, Jared, like the cases are on the rise. Like we can't ignore that, although we still don't know if they're actually covid cases. All of them, as, as you pointed out, Jared, like they, they they already admitted that these rapid tests that people were using every day. Some people at, at certain jobs um, have to take it, you know, like three times a week to, to, to get tested. They're not even able to. They're not even able to differentiate COVID and the flu. So, like, we don't know how many of these cases are 100% COVID cases. But even so, the people who are going to be flooding those hospitals, hypothetically, if that ends up happening again, are going to be the same people that we always talk about: the immune-compromised people, obese people, the elderly. It's going to be the same kinds of people that, no matter what is going on, whether it's the flu or a, a you know, a, like a strong cold, whatever it is, those people are always going to be at risk for not always just death, but like severe medical um, complications. So no matter what happens, like it's going to be the same kinds of people.
1: I bring that up only to say uh, at only at that point, if they're going to try and make that argument that literally there is no more capacity in our hospitals, like there was, you know, whatever at, at one point um, last year, probably in the spike in the winter or whatever like other than that there's zero like excuse anything like that that you can use that's based in logic to bring back any type of covid restrictions and again like like you said it it's important like it just completely turns off everyone who got the vaccine so that they didn't have to you know worry about this and that they felt safe and that they could do things without having to do things like wear a mask the entire time, no matter what they're doing, you know, like,
0: yeah, well, and and like we clearly saw last year lockdowns did not help anything. And if anything, it made the issue worse. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just can't see a situation where this helps anything. Say the outbreaks really are in these more rural states where nobody wants to get vaccinated telling those people to mask up and get vaccinated when they've already not been getting masked, vaccinated and masking up, nothing's going to change.
1: Right. That's not the first yeah. time they heard it. They're not like, Oh shit.
0: We're a year and a half. We're we a mask. Wear a mask. They're not, they're not changing their minds. We have a vaccine. Wait, what the yeah. hell is COVID? What are you talking about? <laughs> so like, I, I just can't see any of this helping at all. Like, it, I so I, even just, I was Googling while Adam was talking the vaccination rate for oh, California. Thanks. Thanks, Jerry. I was looking up. I was stat checking. <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> so this this is in L.A. County. Um, oh, actually, I do. I do have L.A. County. Let me pull up this tab. I was trying because L.A. was the first one to bring masks back. I was trying to see their vaccination rate. All of California is 52.4% fully vaccinated, higher than the average for the country. And then let's see L.A. County.
1: Yeah, but does it matter? I think that's our question. That's what that's at least to me, like the question right now is should that statistic even matter at this point in the game?
0: I think like, it should when it comes to making your entire county wear masks again. So at, no, but that's LA what I mean. Is- like,
1: why, why would it matter? We're, we're, we're saying there's no reason to be doing this. These people at this point. At least, like, again, we're speculating that everyone who wants one could have gotten one by now. So what the fuck does it matter if it's zero percent or 100 percent? Why is that going to determine your public policy?
0: Yeah, I guess I was looking at it more from like if it's a super high vaccination rate, the chances of a serious outbreak, I would assume, are less.
1: Right. I'm sure they are. But again, like that doesn't matter.
0: Well, so so I guess final question on this topic is then do we ever get to that point where the government says, "Okay, we're a free country. Everybody's had their chance. We're going to still encourage you to get vaccinated and be responsible. But at this point, if you don't get vaccinated, it's your choice and you have to deal with it. No more lockdowns, no more restrictions. We're not even going to pretend. Do we ever get there? I mean, in some
1: places in the country, that's what it's like.
0: Yeah, I think it's more just from the press. They're making it sound like this next oh, wave well, no, of horror dude, come on is coming. Now. Why
1: would they ever fucking let that go? Well,
0: and, and then Fauci bringing it up yesterday or the day before, I think that's what made it seem right, a little and, more real. Like, yeah. wh-
1: like why? Like, that—that that is the, that is the uh, biggest anti vax statement
0: yeah. ever. It's going to continue to lose trust. People are going to trust you less and less with comments like that.
1: Right. After, I'm sure. If I'm, possible. Yeah. You know, after it was like. You don't need the mask once you're vaccinated. And it's like, yeah, so now you're reneging on that. Uh, and and uh, it's, you know, and, and Ty said, like, you know, it's
2: already happening in different parts of the country. Singapore, I mean, we, we may have talked about that at one point. They came out, what, a couple of weeks ago. and We're like, hey, listen, we're not counting cases anymore. We're not doing the lockdowns. It, it, it's it's your call. Like if you get vaccinated, great. And obviously, the the red, the, the availability of vaccines varies greatly when you leave the United States. Uh, we're very fortunate in our uh, infrastructure to have access to more vaccines than we even need. Like it's it probably like, throwing we're, away more we're than throwing them we're using away at this point. Like trying to give them away to other countries, and but they all have a shelf life. But like Singapore is like, you know what? We're going back to normal. Like I, I And I know it's apples to oranges, you know, Singapore, obviously very, very different place in the United States. But so I guess to answer your question, I think, yes, Jared, I think eventually we're going to get there. But I would have if you asked me a month or two ago, I would have said we'd got we'd be there a lot quicker. But now with them yeah. starting to bring these things back um, and even if Biden were to come out, which he won't, but even if he were to come out and be like, hey. You know, if you get vaccinated, great. If not, that's okay too. But please be, you know, aware of your own health condition and or conditions, you know, pre existing conditions, whatever, as you go about your day-to-day life. Even then, like even like 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 Ty said the the CNNs and MSNBCs are like say, you know, Joe Biden President Biden says this, but but we actually but it, what do you think it actually means? And and they'll they'll dive deeper into talking about how he's wrong and how you need to continue to do like the opposite of what he's saying. So no matter what, the media is not going to let this go quietly into the night. But I I do think we get to a point where you know, we were February of you know, February January of last year. I think we get to there eventually, but it's going to take a little longer than I thought. You think it gets that bad again? No, no, no. no. Meaning like January it wasn't affecting our day-to-day. I'm just saying like our lives. January like, 2020. You know, yeah, like, like, like from then, like I, I just... Oh, okay. You know what Wait. I mean? Like January, February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah our yeah. lives weren't really affected until like mid-March, like March 17th when the whole world
0: stopped. Like I thought you meant this past January. That's why no, I was No, 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 sorry. No, January, that's why we 2020. said 2020. I meant 2020. Pre-COVID.
2: I said 2020. Yeah.
0: Yes. So that, that, I think it glitched I mean. out when you said 2020. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So I, I think it, um, I think this actually transitions better because the next question I was going to ask is
0: our bonus segment.
1: Well, no, no. Um, oh. So, <laughs> No, we're talking about like uh, the the unvaccinated, right? And oh, they're getting you know COVID, and th- this is leading to the spike in cases. And you know, what do we do? How do we manage that? Like, why do you think people aren't getting it at this point? Um,
2: I I mean, it's I don't know. I I don't understand. Like, we we've lost. I say we, but like no, not obviously not us, but like other people, large groups of people have just lost so much trust in our institutions. Some of our, you know, most like our brightest and most, you know, most intelligent people, like, you know, scientists and stuff like that. I would throw them up there obviously, but I just don't under, I, I don't really know. I don't know where this comes from where this like idea, like, you know, you, you go your whole life, you know, like getting prescriptions and you know, going to the doctor and stuff like that. And then when something like this comes out, that's there's so much data that backs up how effective this vaccine is. And then for some reason, people are just like, nope, not getting it. And they're the same people. that don't get the flu vaccine. They're the same people, whatever other vaccines that we that we get every five to 10 years or whatever. I don't know where that comes from, because I've just I've always had some trust in in, in our you know scientific community to lead us in the right direction um, I mean, would you have Fauci's been the first to one to that?
1: Would you have been the first one to get it? Would you have done the trials? I mean, the trials would have been interesting for
2: sure. Fuck no, I wouldn't. Oh my god, I mean that would be scary. But the trials are over. No, and I then know. People I was, are like, I was no, no, just no, no, no. I'm just saying, like once they were over, and like, hey, look at the efficacy compared to the flu shot. That's all I need to see. Like, great. Sign me up.
1: Yeah. And if you're worried about your own safety, like, I guess you can still cite, like, you know, just, (laughs) hey, we don't know, like, any long-term side effects, blah, blah, blah. Like, I guess you can't. What am I going to say? I don't know. Yeah, but even
2: even people that say, like, we don't know the long-term side effects, no one can tell me what the long-term side effects of the flu vaccine are. Like, these people don't know any of this information. They, they just say, like, they just pull, like, a Sam Darnold. It's like, I'm yeah, still but if doing but are skeptic,
1: like, whatever. I mean, that's... Which is fine. Like, there's just, there's skeptic, people I out guess. there
2: that are always going to be skeptical no matter what anyone tells them, no matter how many degrees they have, no matter what institutions they work for. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like that there's just some people that will never buy into a vaccine. What do you think? And I, I don't think they have any information to back up their reasoning they're just
0: like i don't trust
2: it i don't trust it like those aren't good reasons
0: so as a fellow skeptic and conspiracy theory lover i can relate with these people a little bit obviously i still got vaccinated but i think if i were to like break it into a pie i think you've got a significant chunk of people that Are just easily influenced, like saw something on social media or their friends told them something or like they just didn't look into it. They're sticking to their guns. I think you got definitely the anti-vaxxer movement like that's, I don't know, maybe 5% of people who didn't get vaccinated. Maybe 10% is like super partisan people who are just like, oh, like because Biden did it like they're not going to do it. Like that wouldn't surprise me. That was 10% of people who didn't get vaccinated. Um, and yeah, and I think the other part is, yeah, lack of trust in our system, like I guess lack of trust overall, the government and the institutions, like I'd say the most common thing I'll hear is, yeah, we don't know the long-term side effects. Um, or like, I would, time, most, like uh, I, I would say the with... most, I would say the
1: most prevalent thing I hear is like, I'm young, I'm healthy. Like, like if why, I get COVID. I... Yeah, that too. You yeah. know, I, I just don't need it right now. Like I'm not going to I'm not saying I'm never ever going to take yeah, it. I yeah, just, that's a good point. I, I hear that a lot. I didn't, that,
0: that was, was going to no say for the know. people who say I don't I don't know the long-term side effects, they're mm. also the same people that will go get a McDonald's double cheeseburger and large <laughs> soda and drink it and never exercise a day in their life and don't think twice right. about the long-term side effects of Which that.
1: there are So there's certainly some hypocrisy there. I'm just saying like there, yeah, they're, they're,
2: of not, data they're not the
0: smartest people.
2: Yeah, there's plenty of data that supports it. If you eat a fucking Big Mac three times a week, you're probably not going to live that long. There's plenty out there, but they still do it. So why all of a sudden, like the hesitancy? They don't, they don't look at
0: the data. They don't trust the data. Who
2: knows? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, There's, there's, there's no like, legitimate yeah. reason in my mind to like not jump on the vaccine train, especially with what we
1: know. Well, and this is what I wanted to bring up for the for a topic tonight was like the, what I would call like absolute assault on misinformation. Assault. Um,
0: little Yeah, because
1: yeah, uh, this came from, I, I don't know if I, I don't think I sent you guys the clips, um, but um, I don't know if you saw them where Jen Psaki s- essentially said, like, said out loud at a press conference, like, we're directing these companies, meaning Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. the, you know, um, big tech giants to flag certain things. As Yeah, I think you shared that press conference with us a couple of weeks ago. I remember right. hearing that. So where it used to be, like, you know, you would we would all just assume, you know, not naively that these companies are just enforcing rules that they want to enforce, you know, because they can do that and they think it makes their... Uh, platform, safe for whatever the reason. But now it's literally you have the government saying to the news media, we gave 22 pages of shit that we want you to take people down for. And then says, she says if it, you're banned from one platform, whatever the reason, if you're banned from one platform, you should be banned from every single one hmm so why why do you think so you mentioned jared you think it's some percentage of people who may be easily manipulated or convinced that by seeing something or hearsay like what but you know do, do you think that's a significant amount of these people because i guess no, those I- are people you would consider someone who maybe you could turn around right maybe you could if they see the right information or maybe they'll can be be convinced, right? Like of all these unvaccinated people, those are probably the groups of people who can be teetered one way or the other.
0: I don't think it's a significant percentage. I would say 5% of the people not vaccinated are because of misinformation on the internet. I think they're using that as just a total scapegoat and cop-out for trying to blame somebody other than the government for not having trust.
1: Yeah, like that's what I was going to ask you is like, why is the government so hell bent on trying to tell people that? I mean, and if you watch any cable news show, that's all they'll talk about is how, you know, all this is stemming from and rooted in online misinformation and disinformation. You know, and we've been hearing about this shit for like a year now. It's just evolved from topic to topic. And obviously COVID just made it explode like the, yeah. the narrative control. And to me, the significant overreach is stunning.
0: I think th- this is one of the things I feel most strongly about, like probably in the world, how bad of an idea this is. And, and not just because I have no confidence whatsoever for the people in charge now to censor the right information, because they've already proven that they aren't doing that, right? Like the whole lab leak theory was getting people banned from the internet two months ago. And now That's it's misinformation. It's, yeah. Right. And same thing with, I'm sure a hundred other topics, The Hunter Biden story. Remember right? we did the whole thing the, on yeah, that, where the New York, York post million. article, that right. got just all, eliminated All of those things. So, so, so it's proven at this point that they actually aren't detecting misinformation. They're just pushing their own agenda. Well, what scares me 10 times more is that this is just going to open up the floodgates for whoever's in charge to control the narrative, right? And it's we it may be somewhat harmless now although it steps over our liberties and like I'm not a fan of it with the misinformation on covid stuff, but who's to stop from you get one person in power who has a different opinion on something? So exactly. Like, like our
1: ivermectin story that we talked about? I mean, yeah, nobody's saying this is like I mean, we did talk about some compelling studies and stuff that they had. And we said, hey, why isn't anybody paying attention to this if it sounds so viable? But that is even now labeled as like misinformation that they don't want you to be able to see just because they want to control the narrative where it's like, well, we're not saying that this is the end all be all and the cure all. We want to at least look at this and and learn about it and see this what people are saying about it that, on something. Yeah, exactly. And that's being flagged as misinformation where last year you had, which I, I went back because I, I remember it. And, but you know, I wanted to see it again. I mean, you had the pre- now president of the United States, the now vice president of the United States, the entire year, last year on the campaign trail saying, if Trump tells me to take the vaccine, I'm not taking it. mm mm-hmm. The only way I'm and they both said this multiple times, like literally four or five times each. The only way I'm taking a vaccine under this administration, Joe Biden says, is if I know everything that goes into it. So whatever the hell that means, does that not the statements like that from people in power? What could be labeled like what could be in the dictionary next to misinformation, if not that? That didn't get flagged. Nobody, nobody took that down. Nobody, you know, deleted Joe Biden's account, suspended him. Oh, oh we lost. Eric. Jared got frozen. Another thing, and hopping
2: on to what you were talking about, Ty. I don't know if you listened to this. Um, I didn't finish this episode of uh, Breaking Points, but it talked about how part of the new funding that was whatever bill that got passed, like funding bill, whatever. Oh wow, he just got kicked off completely. Um, was giving like millions and millions of probably like, I don't know about billions, but lots and lots of money to the Capitol police. And it also has something to do with the FBI where like it was, there was like advertisements that uh, Sagar was referencing that were encouraging like family members, like to, to say like, Hey, like if you hear something from we we'll be like, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing here, but if you hear something from your aunt or uncle that sounds fishy, r- you uh, call this number. Oh, like, yeah, you, refer- you heard that, Jared? Like, like it's that's terrifying. Like, this is. Oh yeah, they're trying this, to get you to literally
0: like, brother, arrest your neighbors.
2: Yeah, well, and, and, and they they also referenced. I think this was this was obviously back January, February of this year, when that person, that independent reporter from like Los Angeles or somewhere in California, like tweeted something about AOC, like not, like not believing what she, where she said she was during it. And then the Capitol police like showed up to his door because of that tweet. Like that's like secret police shit. So like, like, and I, and Sagar put it perfectly. Like the, the government is militarizing or weaponizing something that's supposed to be confined to the Capitol building. And now they're becoming like this little, like, um, you know, like 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 uh, like an S not SS. Yeah, I guess an SS. Gestapo. Like, yeah, like a Gestapo and uh, whatever the Japanese had, whatever their secret police. I totally forgot. But like, it's it's becoming that. So, speaking of misinformation, it's not I was only. gonna say, please you know, tie
1: this back to misinformation. <laughs> well.
2: And dude, it has everything to do with misinformation because not only are they telling like social media companies, Hey, be on the lookout. They're using their own government institutions to seek this stuff out too, and encouraging us to turn on right, each to other in-
1: to enforce what they deem. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, no it's doubt. terrifying. And um, so I saw this on Twitter too. So this was um, from NPR and they're talking about the daily wire, which is Ben Shapiro's outlet. Um, Okay. And they just clipped it because this was kind of like surrounding like, hey, how do you even define misinformation? Right. Which is, you know, that's exactly the point is you really can't. So this says, um, this is in the article from NPR, the articles, the Daily Wire publishes don't normally include falsehoods. um, (laughs) They say with some exceptions, said, and the site says it's committed to truthful, accurate and ethical reporting. But as Settle explains, By only covering specific stories that bolster the conservative conservative agenda, like negative stories about socialist countries and polarizing stories about race and uh, sexuality issues and only including certain facts, readers still come away from the Daily Wire's content with the impression that Republican politicians can uh, can do quote, they tend to not provide much context for the information that they are providing. And quote, if you've stripped enough context away, any piece of truth can become a piece of misinformation.
0: What does that even mean?
2: <laughs> I, I think what so, I got from that is no matter what a Republican politician says, even if they're like the fucking grass is green, it's like if you take that apart. Yeah, but
1: right. You but, can it's, find- but yeah. But and the sky is blue. So that's misinformation. Right. That's what that last sentence means. If you've stripped enough context away, any piece of truth be- can become a piece of misinformation. <laughs> so, you want to talk about the broadest definition oh my God. humanly possible that anyone, a Donald Trump administration, could try and enforce. Now, would he have luck doing that with tech giants of the world? I don't know. You know? Uh, the I
2: yeah. can't see the tech giants getting on board with uh, any Trump related things right now. So like that, not. that's
1: what that's what n- nobody wants to think about or care about or bring up like as why this is like an incredibly important discussion because nobody's
0: even acknowledging the discussion, dude.
1: No, of course not. They're they're looking at us like you people are nuts, like misinformation is. You know, killing people left and right. You know, we need to censor more, not less.
0: And, and the Republicans are going to frame this as part of the culture war, saying, "Look at the Dems taking away your liberties." But if the door cracked open a hair and the Republicans got a chance to get in on this, they would in a harpy. They would have absolutely. shut down to be able to any pick
1: negative commentary about Israel two months ago on Twitter and Facebook, right? With, without uh, a moment of Imagine if Trump had this case. button.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. But no one cares. No one thinks about that. Everyone's just, oh, well, it's a pandemic. So you got to just do whatever's (laughs) possible. Let the government just have as much power as, you know, humanly possible. Never question anything, which, again, I'm going to I think I'm going to segue into I'd like to get your your two thoughts on the whole Fauci Rand Paul thing. But, you know, never, never question these people. Never question the government. They've never done anything wrong, you know, and let them do what they think is best to control us and help us, and I think like, like you said, Todd, like very quickly before you go there, like, I think people
2: don't understand like it's not like when an administration leaves office, like they take all of their stuff with them. that all gets left behind for the next administration. So if you're showing that, hey, we can overreach and do all this and do all that, it doesn't stop. When the 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 incumbent you know comes into office for the next four years, all of that remains, and then it gets expanded upon. That that's that's how yeah. a lot of a lot None of that ever gets run back. In our government, gu- what's that, Jared? None of it ever gets run back. No, no they don't right. be like, all right, you're out. Let's get let's get rid of this department. Let's get rid of this program. It all stays.
1: What do you say? So uh, they
2: they, the Bush they say administration- administration- they're going to? Well, and they will- say they are, and then they just piggyback on what they don't
0: like like the bush tax cuts and the trump tax cuts and we just let it all stay it's all
2: here hasn't hasn't changed and yeah same thing for misinformation that that this whole all this infrastructure to find misinformation and snuff it out that's not going anywhere
1: say social media was as prevalent as it is now back in the early 2000s you think george bush would have let anybody talk about you know the the intelligence that they had that conflicted with uh iraq having the weapons of mass destruction that we claim that they had and he got off
2: very very easy do you think do
1: you think we would have ever found out about the heinous disgusting things we were doing over there like killing civilians and then laughing about it or the things that our government does with the powers of the patriot act no misinformation they would have never fucking allowed that on social media
0: and that's exactly why the Dems are doing this, right? For the longest time, they were able to control the narrative. We, we, we say it all the time. A controversial story comes out. We already say, oh, the media is not going to cover this, right? right? So they're saying, okay, independent media has expanded, social media, etc." There's more opportunities for somebody to change the narrative away from what we want it to be. We can't have that.
1: And that's all and, and it's I think about. Th-
0: totally. And, and anyone who like says otherwise is
1: bullshit, in my opinion. Like you, you the, just don't. The
0: reason they think they can get away with it is because they've successfully gotten away with it with mainstream cable news and media. Yeah. So right. I think their right. their yeah. egos are so big. They're saying we got in bed with them well enough, or we tell them what to say every day. Why can't we do that with Twitter, Facebook, and social and YouTube? Same right? thing in and their eyes. They're on their path to doing it. Yeah. Right.
1: Where did dissidents have on their, their path to have doing their? their- Platform to raise an opposing point of view. Back in the early 2000s, like, where were you gonna? What outlet did you have? You A didn't. major news corporation has to try to run it, right? And then they're not gonna it would, run be, it, yeah. So be, th- um, there is no. That's Glenn why
0: Snowden. And what's yeah. his face? Snowden. Exactly, exactly.
1: And it was some UK newspaper, the fucking Guardian, that published all that shit. Not even anyone in the U.S., which to your point... Like yeah, it's crazy. ...makes your point. So,
0: I mean... Yeah, I I hate hate this shit. It keeps me up at night.
1: Yeah, because it's just everyone just refusing to think twice about it and not think at all about, you know, the dangers of giving a government like this amount of power. Um, and yeah. that's why I talk when I talk about like challenging the narrative and getting like truthful answers and not letting things stand in the way of that. Like, I'm curious, did you guys both watch the, the clip of mm-hmm. Rand Paul and Fauci going back and forth? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to say anything because you know, I, the reason why I bring it up and why I'm interested in what you guys have to say um, is because I went back and forth with my dad on it and he has a very different take than I do, which is not shocking given <laughs> topic, but I just wanted to get your guys' opinion and what you thought about it. I mean. You want to go first on this one, Adam? Sure, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll try to be brief, but like
2: Rand Paul, I mean, we're all like anyone who is any somewhat familiar with like politics knows Rand Paul or at least has heard of him or like heard his shit. He's fucking crazy. Like he says some interesting things, but like he's out there. He really is. But I have to yeah. give him credit. It was awesome. Um, and, and Ty, going back to another thing you sent us, I don't know what her name was, but they they brought her in on some CNN segment and they were like saying like, oh, do, do you think it's fair to like, you know, you think Fauci should be getting this criticism? Like why all of a sudden is every, like as if they just woke up yesterday, why is Fauci getting all this criticism? And she was pretty much like, well, he's a public figure. People may think of him as just like, you know, a scientist or an immunologist or whatever the hell he is, but he's a public figure and public figures need to be criticized. They need to be called out on their BS. So yeah, Rand Paul did exactly
1: that. And I, I give him and that woman on CNN that. pointed out like, look, this guy hasn't faced a tough everything? question. <laughs> no, <laughs> she just said he has barely faced a tough question. Like all fucking year and six months or whatever, how long we've been in this. Like he's yeah. never had to go in front of uh, the public and be asked difficult questions. Thus far. No.
2: And Rand Paul did just that. He called him out on the whole, you know, like gain of function research, which we've already talked about. And, you know, Fauci was hearing it differently. Like if, like, I, I watched like the two minute, two and a half minute clip like everyone else did. But like, you know, he's like saying, no, no, no like we didn't create the virus. And he's saying, and Rand's like, I'm not saying you created the virus, but this type of research may have may have helped this lab leak actually happen. And that that's what it kept going back to. And it was just nice. Like Fauci was definitely like getting pissed off. And it was just kind of like if people, you know, they they put the little fucking candles of him, like fucking St. Fauci, like this guy can't do anything wrong. He's a public figure and he's he's asserted him. He's inserted himself into the public sphere over the last year and a half. And he deserves to get criticized way more than he usually does.
1: I would say the only way he forced himself into the public sphere is, sphere is by like going on all the news networks and stuff. I mean, that's kind of he his did, job. Yeah. The, but, he, but even like though he's, he's the guy like, that's got, got to do that. So yeah, like,
2: but he, but he, but he became, all right. For, for whether, he, whether he put himself there, he, or like exactly. It's, it's, put a, him it's there, really irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Yeah. However you become a public figure, he was a public figure. He still is. And he deserves t- uh tough questions every now and then. Not right. Like he's Jen the leading Psaki, voice like of the questions.
1: Right. He's the leading voice of the pandemic. Like, if you're going to ask these type of questions to someone that oversaw all the research and is leading the effort to like combat it, who else would you ask these questions to? Right. Mo?
0: Yeah. So I agree with everything you guys have said. I would just add a couple points. I think as much as I've loved Fauci being questioned, I don't believe for a second Rand Paul is doing it for the right reasons or does Rand Paul actually know what he's talking about? I really don't think he does. I think he's done as much research as maybe more than we have, and he's an actual doctor, so he understands a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think he's putting on this theater in the sake of partisan politics, which 110%. he always does. I mean, this yeah. is
2: he always does this stuff. They, like he, his clips are some of the most electric clips from usually a very unelectric. Um, these joint sessions or whatever whatever the, it was deposition I don't even know what you call it but he's always calling people out and like going a little above and beyond so I'll give you that Jared yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not I, I don't think here. he's
0: an American hero by any no, means. no I no, think no, he no. has his own interests at heart for sure um, but but the other the other point I would make is it is clear as day fauci is looking to deflect and avoid these questions and you know for a fact that the although the terminology Rand Paul's using may not be hundred percent, Rand Paul's right. Right. It, maybe it was not classified as gain of function research in the way that it was funded, but Rand Paul's hundred percent, right. That we need to investigate was the research that is in the same nature as gain of function research that we funded in the Wuhan lab. We need to investigate that. That's, clear as day and Fauci will come up with every excuse on how it's not this, it's not that just sidestepping the question as opposed to taking a little bit of accountability.
1: Right. Like I, I thought the best part about it, the only part you need to fucking watch is, you know, cause this is really the root of what Rand Paul is trying to get to. And um, obviously I agree with all your, you know, uh, prefaces of the guy itself himself, like, you know, he's a loony bin, but um, you know, when Rand Paul said, is this, was this gain of function research, the stuff we were funding over there? And like Fauci unequivocally says, no, it is not. Rand Paul then is like, okay, well, this is the D- N- NIH's definition of gain of function research. Which he explains, the head of, right? Right. And explains exactly what the research did. And he's like, that's your definition. And Fauci's like, I'm not retracting my statement. <laughs> So he, he's just playing
0: coded as gain of function on the budget.
1: Right. He's just playing word games, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as he, as so, this was the whole argument I'm getting into with my dad, because my dad's like, this guy can do no wrong. He doesn't even deserve to be questioned. Come um, on, Mr.
0: C get-, get, get uncle
1: Chet on the, on the next episode. We, we got to talk about this. I know I was trying to get him on tonight, but he was busy. Um, But you know, he, you know, and he's like, Rand Paul's a loser. All he's doing it for is for political like reasons, right? All he probably is kind of, right. All the things we've <laughs> kind of laid out, but like that specific part about it, like is how are we even having like a real argument about that? Like he's clearly just sidestepping that, and like he doesn't have to be a bad guy. Like that's what like the Republican side is trying to do, right? They're like, yes, like down with Fauci, like we want him down. Like he can be. A kind hearted man who's trying to defend this research because he may believe it's the best thing to do for humanity's sake. Yeah. Right. That's possible. And it's also possible that he's intentionally trying to not define this research as being research that could have ever been connected to the starting of the coronavirus pandemic and still tries to deflect it, that's, against that's, the lab leak theory and says, like, well, yeah. it's plausible, but I think it's much more plausible that it's this, right? Like, he doesn't... Like, it's that's very natural, don't you think, for someone in that position, even of a well-intentioned, like, good-hearted person to just not want to fuck yourself and your colleagues over? Oh, of course not, yeah. That totally. Makes sense.
0: Dude, he's, he's been in that job for, what, 40 years? He's in his 70s. Right. So, so he's, how he's literally is beyond... been involved in that industry for 40 years. He, I was say he, he doesn't want to sink his own ship. But I was agreeing with your point.
1: Yeah. And that, like to me. And discredit
0: I, he, his whole career.
1: Right. And have at least a stain on his whole career from, the, from a public standpoint. Yeah. But like that's totally legitimate to me. I wouldn't look at him and say he's a bad guy. But I, I, I don't look at him whatsoever and say I feel some compulsion to defend this guy. Or, or just Why? to never
2: question yeah. him
1: at all. Well, to defend him says. against any questioning. Like, I, I, I don't, I would, I'll ha- like, I'm not going to speak for my dad, but, you know, if it had been anyone, doesn't matter what their political affiliation was, other than Rand Paul making those same exact inquisitions, I still think my dad would have had the same take, where it's like there's no point in asking these questions. He's already said what he said. Like, this is all just political theater. Like, there's no conspiracy theory. It's, it's nothing. We're wasting our time even thinking about it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Where I, I'm coming at it from literally 180, where I'm like, yeah. this is actually, to me, the most important story of the entire fucking pandemic.
2: Right. We need to know where we went wrong. Something <laughs> I mean, happens. If it doesn't
1: happen
0: again. And
1: how is and nobody but this fucking whack job willing to ask the, these questions that need to be asked?
0: And my dad's like, well, he already answered them. Because they're all in bed together, dude. They're all the yeah. elites. They're all in bed together. They just big old, They pretend big old they put on a different day. jersey from nine o'clock to five o'clock that has an R or a D on it. They're all on the same side at the end of the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, do you, do you ever think we're going to get real answers? Do you ever think we'll know the actual yeah, not, not, not truth and the, and the link? Box. you say, "Okay, you will." You think we will eventually? He'll write a book fifteen years from now. In the, yeah,
2: I guess it, that was. Yeah. It, it'll come through. Statue leaks of limitations. And, literally, just yeah. yesterday,
1: so
0: <laughs> it'll come through leaks and declassified reports, and like the same way we found out eventually there was no weapons of mass destruction. Like eventually, so, it'll come out. It's not going to come from his mouth.
1: And, and so here's here's the argument my dad was making to me, and the only reason I'm. Like throwing him under the bus and bringing him up here is because I'm trying to get some counterbalance to argue against. But, you know, he's like, if you think that, you know, Fauci and the NIH are lying, then like there would be no problem getting people together to investigate this in Congress. And he's like, but that's not the case. That's not the consensus. The consensus is there is no conspiracy here. So why, like, you know, that that makes this completely Ill- illegitimate. Don't you think that's insane, given what we know about like, oh, it is. politics? Yeah. I yeah. mean, although you're
2: just yeah, stating the fact, yeah. I didn't think you were asking. No, I mean, you're right.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what I said to myself, totally I was insane.
0: like, yeah. I- In a perfect world, you're right, but that's not the way DC works. No, no,
1: I think it's maybe just a generational thing. Honestly, like,
0: yeah, probably
1: because again like we've said right like you don't hear a lot of this stuff until unless it's like way down the line like when reports actually come out in you know the newspaper and you can read it in the new york times about you know things that happened whatever 30 years ago like but we're able to like find out things real time we're able to ha- find this network of people who you know don't care about the establishment narrative and are yeah. totally unafraid we're, we're, we're to getting... challenge it You know, like that's why I think maybe it's a generational thing. We're getting
0: totally different news than the large majority of America. Totally different news. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. So what else do we have? Adam, you had something on NFL? I did. So
2: this is quite the opposite of misinformation. So the NFL season, guys, is less than 50 days away.
1: Let's go. It's I want an update it, on right? that every time we come on. That'll make me happy. Yeah, a pre-season is... I'll give you the days. Yeah.
0: When's preseason start? First week of August, second week of August. Yeah. yeah I'm not even counting. I'm talking about like that Thursday night. It kick-off. Just means this... Yeah. It just means that's closer. That's fucking years and
2: whoever, who, who are they playing? I don't even know. I got to oh, find yeah. out. I should know. So that's not misinformation, but unfortunately that's not dominating the headlines right now. What is dominating the headlines in the sports world because it seems like the NFL has been in the center of COVID more than any uh, sports league in the world. We just, see, we just seem to be so fixated on them. But for good reason, because of the money they bring in and how popular it is. So last Thursday, the NFL released a state there was breaking news, um, an update to the forfeit policy for the upcoming season. So we know last year with the NFL, because, you know, they were smack dab in the middle of the pandemic as the season was going on. There were no fans and they were constantly testing. Um, there were several times, I think it was five, de- five games total out of the entire season, which isn't that bad, had to be moved at least once. Some of them can move like three fucking times. Like we had the games on like a Wednesday night. Yeah, it was like and a, a Ravens like steelers Thursday.
1: game or something like that. Some weird Yeah, yeah just I remember like, that
2: like it was just a wild season by all, by um, all standards, but a game was never forfeited. So we never got to this point. So they put out a uh, notice with an updated forfeiting policy. So there's three parts to this new forfeiting policy um, and they are in this order. So a game is forfeited. If a game is postponed by requirement of government authorities or medical experts or at the discretion of the commissioner, because of an ongoing health concern, ongoing health concerns of an outbreak. Second, the league can't find a suitable date to reschedule within the 18 week framework of the regular season, which again, we saw that happen. They were able to move them around like several weeks, but this is the kicker. This is the big part. This really got people talking, especially on social media, especially this Twitter is the kicker. This is the kicker boys. A game is forfeited. If the original postponement was caused by an outbreak among unvaccinated players of one team. So pretty much what's going to happen, assuming this happens, and I, I don't think it actually will get to this point, but we can discuss that. There's a chance that if a team has an unvaccinated player and they go out, they go to a bar, they do this, whatever, they live their life as they should. They come back, they contract COVID, and that causes an outbreak inside of a locker room. If they trace it back to that player, then that team forfeits the game which obviously has major playoff implications. That, 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 that's the difference between making the playoffs and not. If you have to forfeit one game, odds are you're not making the playoffs. So pretty big deal. So before I get into the reaction to it from the NFL media, the players, some coaches, when you guys heard about the new policy, what did you guys think? What were your initial reactions? Do you guys think it's fair, unfair? Like, What do you think?
1: I think it's fair.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. And, and I, I'm with you. I don't think that there's ever we get to a chance unless it's like a freak situation where a game is not going to be able to be played and forfeited. The NFL will do everything possible, including rescheduling game four times like they did last year or make the Broncos play without a quarterback, like anything to get a game played. So I, hopefully I totally, we don't ever actually have to deal with this. I totally forgot about that. Literally the backup was at the practice squad quarterback. It, it, was, it, it, was it was our practice squad wide receiver who played quarterback his freshman year in college. And, and that was a
2: pathetic product that, they, that the NFL forced the Broncos to put out in the field. That's why I think it's a
1: fair rule because yeah. they don't their brand and you know, their revenue gets impacted when that shit happens. Um, right. But, yeah, I wonder what, what effect it's going to have. My, my, okay, so I have a fucking question. Okay. Why are they even testing these players?
0: Play the game, dude. In the theater, who the fucking cares? The politics. They have all the these other policies. NBA of- coaches are wearing masks in the NBA finals. Still,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally, as you look behind them and you look around them, and there's fifteen thousand people screaming,
2: and they're wearing. But a they mask. have to have a mask on. Doesn't yeah, make right? any sense. Like Jared said, it's all theater. The the thing I wonder, and I don't think this will ever happen and I, it's not like a fair example because obviously they're going to bend the rules if something like this happens. I always think like, what if a Pat Mahomes gets COVID? Now he, he, he's, hypoth- let's just assume he's not vaccinated or whatever. And, and he gets COVID. I can't imagine a scenario where the NFL is going to force the chiefs to forfeit a game if, or, or even allow Pat Mahomes to not play in the game. Like they're going to do whatever they, and this brings us back to like, why this, I don't think any, I think people are kind of overreacting thinking like this is going to happen like all the time. It didn't happen. <laughs> There's going to be time.
1: no NFL games this right. year. Right? Like it's just not,
2: <laughs> the season is canceled, but like we were, in, we were in mid pandemic and games were being played. Yeah. And now we're out of it or almost out of it. And as of right now, here are the more recent NFL numbers. So, seventy-eight percent of all NFL players have at least one vac- vaccination or, or are partially vaccinated. More than half of teams' vaccination rates are over eighty percent. And it was or it came out today that ten teams are at ninety percent or more wow. vaccination rate. So, even if someone were to catch it, it doesn't have a lot of places to go. But I, I always wonder, like, compared to like a Drew Locke getting COVID, a Pat Mahomes getting COVID. Cause we, we know what the NFL is going to do. They're, they're going to do everything they can to make sure those, those guys play. So the next part I want to bring up was the pushback. Cause obviously there are, as we know, there's some very outspoken players about COVID in general and the vaccine. Um, I'll just name a few. So Cole Beasley is <laughs> one of them. We're all familiar Cole with Beasley's him.
0: Obnoxious.
2: And, yeah. Just like the, he's leading the anti-vaccination charge. He tweeted right after that policy was released he uh, tweeted, "Quote: Nothing has changed. I'm still living freely. Good night." <laughs> and he's already stated that he'd brother. rather retire than get the vaccine. Like he's been very clear about that. You know, and honestly, like, dude, fucking retire then if, yeah, if it yeah. comes down to that. Like, you, you don't. You had one good season in the NFL, and all of a sudden you're like this big voice, and you're loving the attention you're getting. Clearly, um, another one, DeAndre Hopkins, super puss bag. In my in my mind, because he's at least good. He know he's good, but he's a puss bag because everything he tweets, he he deletes immediately. (laughs) So, for example, he tweets, quote, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. And he deleted it like minutes later. (laughs) But of course, everyone screenshotted it. Which so
0: he wasn't looking too far then or too hard at his future in the NFL. Just a quick glimpse.
2: Yeah, just a quick glimpse. In fact, he tweeted soon after. I still got like nine years left. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> so it's like, all right, way to stand by your morals, man. Jesus Christ. JK, okay, I'll um, be around for another decade. Yeah, just <laughs> kid, I'm just going to keep, you know, playing. And another one, Ty, Matt Judon, your new linebacker. He actually tweeted. He had a very thoughtful response to the NFLPA because obviously this had to be approved. It had to all be collectively bargained, and he tweeted that the NFLPA blank. uh, Sorry, quote, fucking sucks. (laughs) Those are his exact words, and it's interesting because people were going at him on Twitter saying like, you know, what's the big deal? What's the problem? Are you worried about like vaccines stuff like that? And he goes, I'm vaccinated. But I still think the NFLPA sucks because he's upset that vaccinated players would again be affected um, by right. losing game checks, right. and they're pissed sure. like this asshole. Like I wasn't
1: even like, thinking of that. Great, like a Cole point. Beasley yeah.
2: is going to cost me money, and I'm not even talking about like the you know obviously Judon just got a really big payday in free agency to go to the Pats. But there's a lot of other players that they need those game checks. And I'm not talking about the the, the guys with like five-year, $80 million deals. I'm talking about like the special teams guys, the practice squad guys. You know, like these guys are going to be affected way more than like a DeAndre Hopkins would be affected, assuming that actually took place and he actually caused it. His, caused the Cardinals to forfeit a game. Um, and also, so- but before I let you guys comment quick, two coaches actually have already – opted out for the year one from the pats and one from the vikings the pats coach i believe it was covid related reasons so we all kind of know what that is and the vikings coach literally just came out and just said i'm not getting vaccinated well they fired
0: him so
2: they They fired they fired rick dennison yeah all right so they must have forced coach i guess they said it was a mutual decision but like they forced him out yeah they're like if you're not getting vaccinated we're firing you so was there any surprise from the reaction? Like, and Ty, like you said, you just thought about the idea that you know a Cole Beasley, for example, could be the whole re- with the reason that fifty something other players don't get a check for that. Right. Game.
1: So, wouldn't you be like again? So, who should you be mad at? The NFL for making this rule, or someone like Cole Beasley for saying he doesn't want to get vaccinated?
2: Fucking Cole Beasley.
1: So you like if you're a player, you. would be in support of like forced, like our mandated vaccine, essentially it.
2: Yeah. And you're right. Cause like, they're not saying get the vaccine or else, but they're pretty much saying like, if you don't get the vaccine and something happens,
1: we're right. It, it, it's like, yeah, the ultimate penalty is forfeiting a game.
2: So if it was like, I don't know if vaccination rates on teams were a lot lower, I guess I would probably have to side with like saying what the fuck the NFLPA like you're putting us in a terribly difficult position but like there's 10 teams that have nine out of every 10 people in that locker room are vaccinated. Like they did their part and, and there, there was, I mean, I didn't write it down, but there were plenty of NFL players who were in support of this. They were like, just tweeting out like, Hey guys, just fucking get vaccinated. Just like stop this shirt, like stop this dance, just do it. And let's move on. Let, let's have a season. Like we, we all
1: want the season to happen. We all, we don't know. So that's, that's what you, that's what you would say. In that situation, yes, I would, I would. Yeah. See, I would say this is fucking insane that we're making rules like this for people's choice to get vaccinated or not. Yeah. Well, if anybody gets it out here, we're all gonna be fine. Like, especially, they be,
0: but they especially now that eighty percent of the league is vaccinated, they'll be right double there. fine. Right. And that, and that's not what I'm. I want the
2: vaccination I'm pushing is to get people to just play their games. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm right, worried but if about it means
1: something to them for whatever reason that I'm passionate about not doing this. I just don't want to put that on my body. Then like that's, I would say bullshit that you're like putting that on them to make a medical decision that they're not comfortable with so that you can play a game. For, for for a transmissible disease that doesn't affect the people in, in the profession, like yeah, so,
2: uh, it is just a game. But it's there's a lot of money riding on this game that we all love. Right? Exactly.
1: So, much. so let them play.
2: No one's saying they can't play. Yeah, they are. That, they're saying that's you'll exactly have to what they're a game. saying. If
0: there's an outbreak, if there's an outbreak,
2: odds Why? are there so, probably
0: won't be. Right? An outbreak. What is it?
1: so we're good, but
2: like, just get the fucking vaccine. I just don't understand. Why would it
1: be treated any differently than the flu would be or the stomach what bug would be? Say. If well, you have whole, an outbreak of the, the stomach whole bug. The
2: world is treating this differently.
1: Well, so that, I'm, that's, that's not a good excuse though to me. You know, who cares? Why can't you make a, a common sense rule?
2: I think this goes back to what Mo said earlier about theater. I think this all plays into that. Again, I, yeah. I'm so not here still to say to that, be like, at
1: Cole Beasley every, though. Not What's the that? NFL. Say again. But you'd, you'd still choose to get mad at the player and not the league for instituting the rule, even though you were. Yeah, with
2: I'd be I'd be annoyed with the player. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, if that I'm caused me, I wouldn't
1: be. But
2: if that caused me to lose game checks and also a chance at the playoffs, absolutely. But you'd be, be more annoyed with
1: him than the league for instituting. I'd be. Rule an- I'm annoyed at both.
2: I'm not here to shit. say that. Like, good on you, NFL, for making this rule. I'm. I was surprised they did it in the first place because, like you said, Ty, they're not mandating you get the vaccine, but they, they pretty much are. They're they're mandating it every way every they way, can yeah. without just saying like.
1: You well, have because to get it the trickles vaccine. down. So if you're the head coach, like now that becomes a uh, like, essentially a key performance indicator of your team, is your vaccination rate, so that you can prevent anything, you know, like that from happening. So it. I mean, it's obvious. It's an obvious incentive structure, but. I just don't think that's fair at all for people who, like, again, if you get vaccinated, you are safe. So everyone who's not, not vaccinated with is you there. I know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just talking into the, you know, ethos, but, you know, cause I've said it a million times so I'm breathless. It's like, you know, who, <laughs> who are you trying to protect? Why are you testing these people every day? If anything, these, these individuals are
2: as safe as you could possibly be there in the fucking best. Most of them are in the best fucking shape of
1: anyone in, in, in like a general vicinity of them. Um, Take a stab. Like, what do you think percentage wise, if they, if the NFL said, all right, well, the only other thing we can do is we got to send out, um, you know, a waiver essentially saying that like, you can't sue us if you get COVID and die. Do you think they'd all be like cool with just moving on and, you know, treating it, like a, it's like a, you know not there do you think you get an, like how many um, what percentage wise if you had to take a fucking wild guess would you think would sign that
2: would be cool with like signing it away like like yeah like
1: yeah like i i to to um, not be tested every day to not have to have rules where my money is not dependent on someone else like taking a vaccine i mean
2: certainly the majority
1: I'm i don't curious, know how, how much i be. mean
2: probably yeah. i would say it it probably is Close to the amount of people who are vaccinated. I would say, like, it's in the 70s to 80s, probably. That would be cool with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and even the unvaccinated, right? You know, they're going to be cool with it. Why the fuck would they care?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't so think so. you it's get 100%. probably
1: most of the, right? You probably yeah. get almost all of the league to sign that. It's a vast majority, sure. And, and instead, like, now this is what we have to deal with. And it's like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Theater. Like you're, just, yeah. It's I, to I,
2: save face. It's to make it seem like, hey, we're taking this seriously, everyone. All of our sponsors, right? all the money pouring that, in. That's
0: why for the sponsors, yeah, right? we God are, forbid, no, we're doing there's, it. There's an outbreak. God forbid, some bad things happen. The sponsors don't want the blowback of, oh, look at Nike. They're advertising with the NFL. The NFL's anti-COVID, right, or whatever. Who knows? But the uh, yeah, the, the like, only other point I was the only other point I was going to make is. Where I can see it impacting, in addition to coaches, is players on the roster bubble. If you're a player on the roster bubble, 53rd guy, 52nd guy, special teamer, and you're dumb enough to not get vaccinated, there's a chance they may you just sure. not make the team versus somebody sure. who would be vaccinated. No you're you're a on the fucking player. street. At yeah. That point. So hopefully those bozos get vaccinated um, and don't let their Cole Beasley level knowledge get in the way of them having an NFL career. So
2: I guess, and I guess that's also like, I'm thinking of Cole Beasley and he just pisses me off with how like fucking
1: ignorant he's been. Yeah. You got to think of it as if it's like your best friend on your team who's like, dude, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I just don't want to, I, you know, I have my own reasons. Like I don't take vaccines. Like I don't take, you know, even prescription medication, whatever. Someone who gives you, you know, an excuse that you're not like, well, dude, that's like just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like what, you know, so what do you, what do you say? I would say, well, fuck, man. Like, I don't think my team should be forcing, you know, essentially, right, one way or the other in some cases, forcing him to do something that he doesn't want to do, you know, to make a paycheck when in this league, like, it, like, getting COVID is like fucking getting the flu, you know, or they'll be out for like, you know, a week or whatever. Like, yeah, don't test I, them. I guess
2: I've just... Fucking move on. I've just accepted the fact that these big organizations they're going to treat this like it's like, you know, it's more than what it is. And we all know that same with our government's doing that. So like, I guess in my mind, I'm just like, all right, this is the way the world is right now. And it sucks. We all hate it, but like we need to go, we are leaning towards the money. And I'm saying, we, I'm talking about like NFL execs and stuff. We're leaning towards the money. We have to do this. So either, Get on the bus or get off. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I which, could, I could, you know, see. ultimately
1: they they can do whatever. I mean, it's up sure. to them, but, you know, I think they're doing it for, like we said, right? Like publicity and it's just going to end up, side, end up like, 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 uh, it's not going to be good for the brand ultimately to make it so controversial and make it such a big part of this season now.
2: Yeah, but. I mean, it would obviously be monumental if they ever did this, but you know they could not just say like, "Hey guys, we don't care about COVID anymore. Let's have a good season." Obviously, we'd be like, I, "That's fucking awesome." They would never be able to do that. No sports league in the world. Maybe I, I think maybe they could, in Europe or whatever.
1: But like, think of like the whole Singapore news. Like, I mean, I, again, Singapore, like they're just a country out in the middle of nowhere. But like, nobody talked about them doing that really. Like, it was just a story for a day and moved on. Like, it'd be a story yeah, I don't, for a while.
2: I don't think Roger Goodell coming out and saying, hey, we don't care about COVID anymore would be like a one-day no, story. No,
1: because he, all he says is, look, we're not going to test every day. Players that are feeling sick won't play if they can't, uh, can't perform. And we're moving on as normal. And that's what you our know, players are comfortable support that with. That would
0: it be the libs on social media. Everybody else would be like, seems logical. Now, right. I, I wonder Seems what, like what every other
1: co- company in America does, right? Like, I, you know, not every company in America is fucking testing you every single fucking day you go in and saying and we're not super athletes. money.
0: We got people picking a McDonald's on their way to work at Schneider is not <laughs> right or other places. You bring up a good point, though, about the vax. I wonder what the, the rules are for people who are fully vaccinated
2: in the NFL. Like, has that been released? Do we know that? I'm curious if they're going to continue to do that stuff. I bet there's got to there has to be leeway for the people that are fully vaccinated. I I I doubt they're going to be testing as much as they were before when the vaccine was
0: not readily available. Somebody just tested positive for COVID a couple days ago, a coach who had the vaccine. Was it Dan Quinn? It was some, some offensive coordinator, head coach. Oh, I mean, I, so they're certainly still doing
2: some testing. Yeah, no, I didn't say no testing, but I'm sure it's not going to be as frequent as, as it has been. Uh, What's his face? Kendarius Tony, the first round pick from Florida. He's at the Giants now. He's in COVID. um, He's on the COVID exempt, whatever the list is called, the COVID list. But that doesn't shock me. Frank Reich. That's who it was.
0: Tested positive despite having the vaccine.
2: Oh, is on the, what team is he on?
0: Frank Reich's the Colts head coach. Oh, that guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously. So, I guess I answered like, there's definitely still testing, I don't think they'll just stop testing, but I wonder how that's going to be cut back for fully vaccinated people.
1: Like just how easy is it? If if you're symptomatic, you know, we're going to take precautions. Or we're going to ask that people who are having symptoms and feeling sick, you know, either refrain from coming to the building or wear a mask. If they're in the building, just a very common sense, straightforward rule. Like yeah. we're just treating it a little more seriously than we would a normal flu and we're going to take some proactive measures, but we're not taking money out of people's pockets for people testing positive for COVID. I don't see how that's so controversial. That's insane. Well, yep. I would say
2: a lot of what we talk about would be controversial to lots of people. Yeah, I know. So I mean, <laughs> no, no matter what, no head head what we sand. say, it's always going to be controversial, but yeah, hopefully next year, there is no fucking rule in place for this shit. There's, and no, we just, there's no
0: discussion of the word COVID in 2022.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we can Hopefully. just talk about like how training camps are starting this week and how awesome that is. I would love to be able to talk about that and not a stupid
1: <laughs> COVID policy. I would love to be able to talk about training camp, man. I want to talk about...
2: OTAs, baby. I want to talk about the backup quarterback competition in Carolina. I would love to know... Will Greer, hey, PJ, you, Tuck, like PJ Tucker. You, you, like you may happening? be
0: having a starting quarterback competition next year there, buddy. Not just a backup competition. Let's see what Sam Darnold does. Well, Sam, Sammy D's, he's going to make it to week one. He's the starter. I can't You can't said speak. next year. I thought you meant oh, no, next no, year. Meant,
2: sorry, I meant this year. I meant this year. Gotcha. Yes, you're right. He may not be on the team next year. He might have Deshaun yeah. Watson with all the fucking sexual assault allegations that just popped
1: up again today. <laughs> That'd be Jared if you were a pro athlete.
0: I would not get caught like that. <laughs> so, so you're saying yeah, you just just would fly <laughs> under the radar? You, just, you oh I'm God. joking. I'm joking. I'm very well-behaved and respectful. All right. Can you
1: get us an introspective topic, please, for next week? Sure. Will you actually?
2: Is he looking it up? Sure. He's typing yeah. in intros-
0: introspective topics. Will it be good? Do I ever come with a bad topic other than baseball? That's why I'm asking.
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: All right. Well, I'll make sure it's a great one. I'll swing All for right. the fences. Oh, Whoa, really, what a, really quick what a tease. Any soft top uh, updates? Oh, yeah. It. yeah it's I know. I got to order that part. Um, so we went to go put the soft top on on Friday morning and Took the hard top off, got it situated, got all the parts out. Realized we're missing, or I'm missing, the first two brackets needed in the instructions to put on the soft top. It's literally, wow, step so you didn't even make it. Step one. one. <laughs> step no. one. No, we we spent three hours taking the hard top off. The king of fucking YouTube. Everything. How have you
1: not like watched 1,800 YouTube videos? Well, no, of, like, he, he changing... watched the YouTube video. It was just the piece. I know, but like you tell me all all your YouTube that you watched. they didn't tell you to get the fucking brackets.
0: I I didn't watch the install videos over and over again. I watched it once the brackets. Well, it's because I bought it on Facebook Marketplace. So the brackets should have came with it, but I bought it from this guy and it wasn't new. It didn't include them for some reason. So that's what I get for uh buying something up. Summer's
1: winding down, Mo. You gotta hurry up.
0: Summer twenty two, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get his hard top on. He's gonna be cruising and he's gonna be like god, it's fucking freezing. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> I'll have it on all winter. Oh my god. All right. Uh nice shot, boys. We'll try to get two weeks in a row uh next week. See if Let's we can get a, do hid- it. a
0: hidden streak going.
1: Yeah. Well, at least it was it was my fault, not yours, Mo. It's
0: never my fault.
1: It's a shocker to everybody. I carry this team <laughs> on my back. All right. Says the same one that was trying to <laughs> torpedo
2: the entire pod a he, month he's, ago. He's
1: yeah,
0: roller, I carry it directly
2: to the bottom of the
1: he, ocean, and bury it. <laughs> he is a true superstar in a team. He, he just tries to bury the team one week, and the next week is telling you, he's the good old LeBron over here. I'm James Harden yeah he's carrying our backs when we're recording and when we're not he's you know trying to tank us, and and, us and and
0: when I when I leave the show, you guys are gonna be picking in the lottery looking for a talent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sign us off. I love you guys.